0: Oh, hell. do you read me? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. An alien object of unbelievable destructive power is less than three days away from this planet. The only starship in interception range is the Enterprise. Ready or not, she launches at 12 hours. What's up everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of the All Things Dave podcast and I'm your host Phantom Dark Dave. I got Julie back on the show and we're talking Star Trek. What's up Julie?
1: Hi! Thanks for having me.
0: What took you so long? You have not been on here since May.
1: Has it been that long?
0: It's gonna be May. Oh wow. That's what I was doing a minute ago. I was double checking that you have not been on here since we talked about our favorite, ironically, next generation characters.
1: That was the last episode we did?
0: That's the episode you and I did together, yes.
1: Right, wow.
0: And now today we're going to talk about, ironically, our favorite characters from Star Trek Voyager. How funny. So, uh, yeah, you know, just a little download if you're new to the show. Julie and I both really love Star Trek. Mm -hmm. We were both kind of Star Trek noobs coming in, but together we've watched a lot of stuff and we've covered Original Series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and uh, we've started Enterprise, and we've started Picard. So we're working our way through, but we've seen all the movies, too.
1: Yes, and I think you said it best when you said, I liked Star Trek when I came into this relationship, but now I love it. That's right. <laughs> and that is true. Uh, so, it's good stuff.
0: And this, I'm just going to go ahead and come right out of the gate and say that we love all Star Trek. There's going to yes. be no negativity on this show whatsoever. Absolutely. Yeah. However... I think it's very safe to say that you liked Voyager more than I did.
1: I agree with that. Yes.
0: Uh, I would like to say I think I liked Next Generation more than you did. Yes. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And I love original series.
1: Yeah, and I love DS9, so... There you go. Well, I love DS9, too. We, it, it all balances out. <laughs> There's none that we don't like, though. That's the beauty but of it. But
0: what's really cool is we're knocking this stuff out, right? Like, we came together... It's fun. And, you know, we watch stuff. And look, I mean, it used to take me so long to watch a TV show. Especially True. Star Trek, because of how long it can be. Yeah. And we're just knocking this stuff out, and we're able to do podcast episodes yeah. about it. And I know anybody who... Might be listening to this. That's a regular listener. Randy's not on this one. We love you, Randy. This love is an episode you. we've wanted to put out for a few months, and schedules are kind of wild, but we thought, you know, we'll go ahead and stick to our guns. We'll do this one. We'll bring you on the next one. No big deal.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, with that being said, anything else uh, you need to say before revealing your favorite Voyager characters?
1: I'm so excited.
0: Okay. You're very excited. <laughs> and to be honest, we don't know each other's list. We Going don't. in. She knew who my favorite... The world knew who my favorite characters were in Star Trek, especially number one. She's got no idea this time.
1: I don't. I really don't. I have...
0: She's got a vague I idea? I have some
1: hunches. Okay. <laughs> but, real talk, I don't No. Honey hunches of oats? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> usually I can guess, especially your number one, that's usually pretty obvious. In almost every single Star Trek world we've been in, it's yeah. been fairly clear. This one... I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, I will say, in case somebody is starting with this episode, if you enjoy it, I invite you to go back and check out the Deep Space Nine mm. one. You know, I didn't do one with you on original series, but oh, maybe no, one didn't. day we will. That one just felt weird because it was minimalist. But you
1: have your solo episode, that and I love those. Those the... are so
0: much fun, and I plan that on doing a lot one. more original series surprises in the future. I'm working. Yeah.
1: On that.
0: And so, but we got to do this one first. So. Yes, I'm down. Let's go ahead and dive into this. You're the guest on this show. Who is your honorable mention? Tell me who almost makes your top five list.
1: This list was hard. You know I struggled on this one. Like you love this
0: show, so I can... Yeah.
1: And I had to cut someone, so it was really hard. So my honorable mention is someone who is great. I almost cut them because I thought they might be on your list. Okay, And that's so fair. I thought, well, hey, maybe I could get a freebie out of this, but... Then I thought, no, if they're not, I want to make sure I talk about this person. So,
0: Alright. Who
1: almost made my list, but didn't quite make the cut, is Chakotay.
0: Chakotay, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think part of why I also put him in honorable mention is because his character, at least I personally felt like, didn't progress much over the course of the season. He, in the beginning, there was quite a bit... But by the end of it, he was still... I mean, don't get me wrong, Chakotay's great. That's why he's on my list. But he didn't really grow a whole lot, I don't feel. I think that's a fair point. And so... And then when he... I don't... Can we do spoilers?
0: (laughs) You know, I think spoilers are safe. I really hope, guys... Uh, uh, You you should watch Voyager before listening to this episode, because otherwise we can't talk about it, what's the point? So, just in case you need to duck out, go ahead and do it. Otherwise, tell us what's on your mind. I'm going straight
1: to the end, so if you have not watched it... Okay, five, four,
0: three, two, go. go.
1: Um, When he ends up with seven of nine...
0: Yeah, that's a big WTF. That
1: is... Okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Not that she's bad. I like her, and I like her character and everything, but it just seemed forced, and it felt weird. It was and in the so, script, you know? He said Yeah, I get that. But but no, Chakotay just... I always loved every episode he was in. Um, One of my favorite episodes he's in, but I won't say it because we're going to do a favorite episodes. Yep. And so... Um, and I
0: already know what that is. He...
1: <laughs> yes, you do know that one. But he, like... He just lights up the screen and just brings...
0: You know why he lights up the screen?
1: Yeah, The Chicote smile. You got that
0: Chakotay <laughs> smile. I'm telling you, if you know, then you know.
1: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, when Chicote smiles, things happen.
1: <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that's why Chicote is my honorable that's mention. That's cool. I'm
0: glad you at least brought him up.
1: Yes, yep, yeah, for sure. So who is your honorable mention?
0: So, like you... You know, hard to make the list, different reasons, but I still feel like, because there's a lot of characters in here, you know, you think about all of your core characters, that's Mm -hmm. still already more than five, but then it's okay to like side characters and one-offs, and if they make that impact on you, they can count for your list. Yes. And so, therefore, making a top five, though it was tough, it's like, okay, now out of these other, you know, hundred people left, who's your honorable mention? And Mm -hmm. I found that to be the hardest part of this list for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised at how easy making my number 1 was after going back and examining mm. certain things. But the honorable mention changed a few times and it led me to this moment. Okay, all right. are you ready for this?
1: Who made it?
0: All right. So rather than cipher between all of the people who almost made it, uh-huh. I went ahead and gave this spot to my all-time favorite and that's Q
1: that makes sense. If
0: you've seen Voyager, you know Q that appears in sense. three <laughs> episodes of Voyager and he's always great. And so I thought <laughs> instead of, you know, going through all these characters that I like but well, I know I love Q, so I'm going to bring him into this list. And so it felt right, and it felt very guilt-free to say, hey, he's just an honorable mention, because what is an honorable mention? Otherwise, it's something that, you know, it didn't make your list, but you have to bring it up for a certain reason. Absolutely. And his three episodes are fantastic. And I think that John Delancey is gold. Anything he Mm -hmm. does is great.
1: Yes, no, and that makes perfect sense for you. Yeah. Uh, if I had thought of that, I would have guessed that for you. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Well, I know it was it was kind of a gag to say that because it's like, oh, he's in three episodes. We made a joke about that a long time ago, but and he's that still joke in it. has come full circle because right? I was like, you know what?
1: You're like, he is actually he, great.
0: He's better than all these other honorable mentions. <laughs> and so that's, that's why he wins.
1: Yes. No. And I love... It's the part... I can't remember which episode. You will remind me, though. Where he's in the bed and he's like, uh-huh. Kathy. Kathy, yes.
0: Anybody <laughs> who <laughs> returns to Janeway is Kathy. There you go. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> like, Captain Janeway is now and Kathy.
0: And you know what? <laughs> A couple of those episodes are really great. Like, um, there's the Q episode where... There's another member of the Q continuum, oh, and yes. he doesn't want to live forever, and he wants to commit suicide, and that's against the rules, and I don't want to right. get too far into it, but that's a great Q episode. It
1: is really good. It it's even
0: brings in Will Riker, which is cool.
1: And just, yeah. there's a lot of layers to that, so.
0: so I you know, starting my list mm. off, I'm going with Q.
1: That's a fun one. It is. Excellent choice. <laughs>
0: All right, what do you got for number five?
1: All right, so number five, um, I know no other way to introduce him than just by telling you his name is tom paris <laughs> tom paris okay um at first when the season started i wasn't too sure about tom he he's that wild boy kind of just does his own thing kind of says f you to the world and, and you
0: talking then, about me or tom paris it's
1: also you <laughs> 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 shit
0: um, f this podcast you know, i'm out of here i
1: like you so much um so well, apparently not i'm uh,
0: only your number five no <laughs> but uh,
1: we're not making a list about you uh but he by the end of the whole series he has grown so much and just who he becomes uh it's kind of fascinating he he basically grows up almost uh, through those five however many years they're gone but um and he goes through a lot of experiences and kind of figures out who he is and what he has the capability to do his potential and and then capitalizes on that and ends up pretty good in the end i think so
0: i agree he definitely has some of the most character development in yes. that show yeah. which is kind of crazy because he comes on just as an observer and then right. becomes an ensign, and then lieutenant, and then yeah. he makes his way up as a very trusted yes. member of the crew. And I love seeing him go from wild child to yeah, Malana's man yeah. and a father, and he all these a really and great.
1: Father, yeah. And
0: I think looking at certain, I think one of the biggest things I really liked about Tom was how he used to be so full of self doubt mm, mm-hmm. because he. Knows that the world had judged him, and yes. he accepted it rather than challenged it because he didn't care. Right. So he said,
1: right. But it kind of goes back to like I think, even when you see anyone like that, you just kind of like, oh, they don't care, or they they just like they have no self-respect or respect for other people. Everybody or anything. needs
0: some love, and they yes, yeah, it like
1: they just need a little love, and so. Uh, Yeah, Yeah,
0: Tom Paris is so cool. He
1: is, and I don't think anyone else could have handled B'Elanna either.
0: (laughs) You ain't lying there. You don't think Chakotay could have?
1: I don't. I do not. He's a great leader for B'Elanna. He would not make a great mate for B'Elanna. You don't
0: think, you know, back in the day, a little Maquis action? No. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Nah. (laughs) She would have chewed him up and spit him out.
0: (laughs) I think you're right again.
1: (laughs) Uh, So who's your number five?
0: My number five is... A character that we lost far too soon. I'm mm. talking about the female Okampa, Kes. Yes. Great so, choice. if you've seen it, you know that Kes is only in the first full three seasons. Yeah. And arguably, those might be some of my favorite seasons uh, of True. Voyager. But, I will say, the thing about Kes is I think... Up until the end, where I think they ran out of material, mm-hmm. I think she was wonderful because she started off as just kind of like Neelix's girlfriend, and she's along for the ride mm-hmm. to being a part of the ride. Where she, I mean, she found herself wanting to be more than just on the ship. She wanted right. to be a part of the crew. And at that point, she not only was able to get along with everyone. But she became the doctor's assistant, and I loved her and the doctor together. Yes. Uh, Just as a professional group, they fed off each other well, Mm -hmm. and there was something about the believability of her in that role.
1: I agree. She was very much a helper. She wanted to help people, and so becoming the nurse to the doctor just kind of extended that.
0: You ready? She was the nurse chapel to the Dr. Bow.
1: That's right. There it is. <laughs> she was. But... Um, no, and just her personality. I think she balanced everyone out really well. And then even when she started to hone her abilities in, mm-hmm. she tried to use them for good and to help everyone on the ship and further things. Help them get home, even. So
0: Yeah? Yeah. It works, because when her and Neelix come on the ship... We don't we only know what we're introduced to mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting because it's like okay we got Harry Kim we got Tom Paris we got Balana like they're already they already have background in some sort of thing like right you all know Balana doesn't Fleet. love Starfleet but she used to be right. in Starfleet so they all have background in some field yeah. and here we're taking on two members who are not in Starfleet but they want to be. They're not they're even accepted from in. the Alpha
1: Quadrant. They're right. Sir
0: no Delta. But I just, you know, I thought about this list. And kind of like you, I was like, if you don't bring up Kess, I'm going to feel bad. But I was like, you know what? Even if you do, yeah. great. Because she needs to be brought up. She, Yes. I feel like, I don't, I don't know reasons. I don't work in Hollywood. I don't right. know why she was written off the show or if we she wanted off or, or, or whatever. Of but I do know that she's great in those three seasons. And... I really like her character so much that it makes my top five.
1: Agree. I I do very much wish she would have stayed on longer. However, the three seasons we got of her were fantastic. Cool. Mm. All right. So now we're moving on to number four. Moving on up. So you talked about Kes, and her helping in the medical world. Well, my number four was also in the medical world, which leaves the only other person.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. You already said Tom Paris.
1: Not Tom Paris, because he was in there too. He was in there too. We're talking about the Doctor, the Doctor, A.K.A. does not have a name.
0: <laughs> we call him Joe.
1: Uh, by the end, I'm just like I went with Joe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Tell us why you like the Doctor.
1: Ah, uh, I mean, so I think I love. It kind of goes back to like my other favorites from other series. So we have Spock who's the very logical, analytical, and then we have Data, who is the android, and just kind of, like, always searching for... And so I feel like the Doctor is kind of that role in this series. Um, Because he's an AI, he's the hologram, and... That
0: totally resonates today.
1: Yeah, and... He's there for emergency purposes only, but in the beginning, the entire medical crew is killed. Yep. So he has to kind of just be the the only medical person, and he starts training Kess and whatnot. But you start to see him grow and kind of be, gain that sentience. Like, he starts to become self-aware and wants a family and even creates a family and tries to go through all these things of becoming a... A person, like someone who has a life and goals and dreams. He even has hobbies and figures out what he likes. And so watching that um, just reminds me a lot of the other characters I love in that similar role. But this actor especially, he does this part well. Like he is... (laughs) He's just, he's got a little bit of comedic side, but also very genuine and compassionate side, and so...
0: His sarcasm is wonderful, too. All
1: of that combined, and then his relationship with Kess, and then also with 709, and just the different things he goes through, it's all great, so...
0: I agree. The Doctor, Mm. you know, played by Robert Picardo, see... This is the crazy thing is, like, the world knew Robert Picardo as the Doctor from Voyager. Mm -hmm. Where I knew him from his role in Stargate Atlantis. Mm. And I won't spoil anything, but he's not the same kind of character. Mm. In fact, you would even say he's kind of dislikable because he plays his role so great. So going into this, I'm like, oh, that's right. And I didn't expect to like him. And then because of everything you said, I agree, I did.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see him in other roles because... Yeah. That Just wait, we'll go through Star a Fantastic actor, and I can't wait to see that. Yeah, so.
0: and he had a lot of good one off episodes too. Everybody did. really did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. So. Alright, so that was my number four. What is yours?
0: I am so happy to be able to talk about somebody who is totally an underrated member of Starfleet.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: He was overlooked in Star Trek Next Generation. But his contribution in Voyager has landed him right on my list. I'm finally doing it. I'm talking about Lieutenant Reginald Barkley. Yes. Also known as Reg.
1: Yes! Oh.
0: It, was, it was interesting between him and Kes of 4 and 5, but I felt... Fair. Even though of all the amazing things we said about Kes... Are true. Mm-hmm. There was something of like I didn't have anything to go off of with Kess. She true. impressed me from the beginning. She was a new Reg character. was kind of annoying in Next Generation. Yes, and then bringing him in this, it's like why is he in this? But I was excited to see him because mm-hmm. it's cool when it connects to other Star Trek. Right. But you talked about earlier how like people grow up, mm-hmm. and I felt that with this character because I felt like originally he was just I don't know. He went from being like a nervous unconfident engineer in yes, Next Generation
1: very much so. to
0: being a vital part of how Voyager gets home.
1: Yeah. He he was kind of the missing link that got them home. Without him, I don't think they would have. People would've. didn't
0: trust him, but he yeah. trusted himself. And I, personally, I know that struggle. And yeah. I really saw myself in Reg like that. Mm-hmm. And I just gotta say that his growth is incredible. And Dwight uh, Schultz, I think is his name, Yeah. he, he just manages to become... <sighs> Like charismatic, like yes. something about him, like when he show. He's only in what is it like six episodes?
1: Yeah, it's not very much.
0: But check this out. He was only in five episodes of Next Gen. He was oh, in wow. more Voyager than Next Gen, huh. and that got him on my list because it, it piggybacked what he established before, uh-huh. which left me unimpressed. Right to like just. I felt like he was given a lot to work with, and the yeah. actor took it and ran with it, made it his own, and just did amazing. So my number four, I'm so happy to wow. give it to Reg.
1: I can't believe he was in so few episodes because felt like what more because brought, how? Yeah. it's the
0: importance of the role.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Huh? Oh, great choice though. He. I'm
0: coming in hot.
1: He's a phenomenal actor as well because he plays that. Kind of shy, awkward, awkward. So well, but then you do see him, especially in one episode I think, where he's just like, it's. I can't remember what happens, but it's gone for Mm -hmm. a little bit, and he is a completely different person. Yeah, Uh, just like who is that? (laughs) Yeah, that is not the same guy because because it's like flips.
0: He. He's used to being stepped on and overlooked. Yeah. But it, I think, what happened is, some people showed a Deanna Troy shows a oh, little bit of belief, I love her and it was so great when she showed up. up. Too. And I think he just needed confidence. He needed someone to yeah. believe in him and help him kind of get out of his shell. Yeah. And I think he also realized he was right. Yeah. So then when people. Disbelieved his progress. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna show you I'm right. He's like, and i And because know I'm right. he did, yeah. Voyager got home. Yeah. Like, it's so yeah. important. Like, like, he's not the sole reason, but his contributions made it a possibility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And honestly, like, we always talk about, oh, if I wrote this because I, I look at things from that writer's standpoint, yeah, I loved the arc. I loved that character story side yeah. of bringing him in because. For somebody who likes Voyager but might have been slipping at some point, kind of like I was, it reeled me back in because it gave me characters That's I was true. familiar with but then made them better. And I thought that was genius, whoever's idea that was. Yeah. So no. my number four, Reg, man.
1: I, know, I do remember that. As soon as we saw him, you were like, what? <laughs> and
0: and people, You were all in. <laughs> yes, yes. And same with Q, right? But people, yes. <laughs> people might know Dwight Schultz because he was in the original A-Team. Which oh, is just mind blowing. That's right. You told me that and uh-huh. you even showed
1: me a picture and I was like that I never even knew who that was. I know Mr. T, but yeah. that guy back behind. <laughs> now huh? you know
0: it was Mr. T and Reg. And, and
1: Reg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so gosh.
0: We're getting into that top three category, <clears throat> category here. What do you got for number three?
1: Alright. So my top three are I, I'm I feel solid about them. Good. My number one was pretty solid, but my two and three I was struggling with order. And so it hurt to put this person in three, but then ultimately I felt like number two needed to be there. Okay. So, number three is someone who added a lot of flavor and spice. I saw. That is Neelix.
0: You always like the comedy.
1: <laughs> I do. I like the comedic part in everything I like to laugh I I mean that's part of why I love you so much is because you make me laugh all the time and You're so welcome. thank you yes <laughs> and so Neelix is he just adds that the comedic relief but he's also it's weird it's like he gives a little flavor where there's sometimes a lot of vanilla <laughs>
0: um is he, it just because he's the cook that you keep making all these?
1: I mean, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is the cook, but he's also the morale officer. He mm-hmm. is an ambassador towards the end. Uh, you know, he went through the whole thing with Kes and
0: Talk about growth. Kind him. of.
1: Yeah. And then he later becomes the godfather to the first child born on Voyager. So he has a lot of different roles and just experiences and all kind of important. They seem small, but each one he takes on, like, it is his life's job. And he's going to make sure you're either eating good, um, happy, you know, keeping that morale up, or just taking care of people if they need a shoulder to cry on or someone to support them. So he's... He's always kind of that guy, so.
0: And your rock's a kick-ass haircut. (laughs) I'm just saying, that side shave with that long mohawk—like I'm in. Oh man! I then
1: one—I don't remember what episode, but they got shaken around or something, and he's getting beat up, and his hair's just like all (laughs) over the place.
0: (laughs) You know what was one of my most favorite things that Neelix was involved in? What? It really blew my mind. And it was that episode where he revealed that he was terribly afraid of the dark. Oh. I felt like that actor excelled so well yeah. at playing the dramatic side yeah. instead of the comedic side, mm-hmm. and it allowed me to see that side that we had never seen before. Yeah. And that just stayed with me. That really stayed with me. Yeah, and that's just good acting.
1: Because you you could truly feel the fear he yeah. was feeling. Like you could. Like
0: I don't want to compare this to and say it's the same, but I felt. I almost said the same. Okay. Yeah. There's a parallel between Jim Carrey and Robin Williams when all they do is comedy, and they switch it up, and you're like, holy shit, they can do more than that. That's what I felt like Neelix did. Yeah. And it brought me in. So I agree with you that Neelix is awesome. Yeah,
1: he is. Good number three. Thank you.
0: All right. My number three has already been brought up. He's a member of the Marquis that proved to be the perfect first officer to Janeway, I love the relationship between him and Jane Way and I kind of wish there was more. It's mm-hmm. Commander Chicote. Yeah. And I know you back me up on that.
1: I absolutely do. I you know, I I wanted to put him higher in my list. So I'm glad you have him a little higher up. And Top that we three. get to talk about him some more. That
0: Chicote small. Um, I couldn't look away.
1: But yeah, him and Jane Way and the dynamic between them is so good. Uh it it would be hard For someone, because he's the captain of his Maquis ship. Yes. And then it gets wrecked when they get flown into the Delta Quadrant, and he has to become the first officer to this captain. Mm hmm. That would be tough. That would be so tough, but he does it well. He, you know, he kind of swallows his pride and moves forward for the betterment of everyone. But then the dynamic between them as they go along is. Oh, yeah is so good and I you're right I wanted more <laughs> <laughs> I wanted them to get together no lie and it never really happened but
0: I really like what you said and even taking it further like there's just something about him being the leader of the maquis mm-hmm. And joining with Starfleet, but I love the way that he had to help his team adjust to Starfleet regulations, because yes. there was so many issues in the first few seasons yes. with B'Elanna, and Tuvok was like undercover, um, and just all these people. All it, like We're meeting people we've never seen before, but we realized right. there was a lot of Maquis marquee characters, and yeah. the Maquis are former Starfleet officers that mm-hmm. don't agree with uh, the agreement, I think it was, with Cardassia or whatever, yeah. but there's a whole great stuff about it in DS9 where it's created, but my point is, is he goes from being so rebellious mm-hmm. to form-fitting, yeah. but but still being a badass. Oh, yeah. But still being the leader of the people that need to be, but yep. only in a, in a sense to keep there from being any, what is the word, like mutiny, yeah. you know what I mean? And But allowing them to conform. Mm-hmm. And there was just so much to that, like layers-wise, yeah. that I think it takes out of a person mentally and that actor killed it. Yeah. And uh, again, that Chakotay smile will win me yeah. over any time. I don't know what it is, but I wish I had it. I
1: mean, he was the glue that held them all together. He was. Real talk.
0: I mean... <laughs> yeah? No, <laughs> Without I really...
1: him, I think the Maki would have probably overthrown the ship.
0: <laughs> I-, I won't go as far as saying, like, Kirk and Spock and stuff like that. But, damn, maybe, right? Because Kirk yeah. and Spock, perfect duo, right? Yeah. Picard and Riker, I know some people say Picard and Data, both two great examples, okay? But, man, when you have that captain, that first officer, Mm and it just works, like Janeway... And, and Chakotay, Chakotay work.
1: Yeah, they on do. On
0: multiple levels. They do. And I love it when they would, like, go off screen and it's like, all right, like, level with me. What are we facing? Or, right. I know something's eating you. Like, we know we're not going to tell the crew, but what's going on? Yeah. I mean, it was almost like an unofficial relationship because it is an official relationship in Starfleet, but sure. there was always more to them. Right. And, the, and if they hadn't have been in Starfleet, they might have been a couple. We saw a little bit of, uh, of something there. there yeah. You can't hide the chemistry. Right. But, man, just. Mm. You know, I wasn't sure where Chakotay is going to be on my list. I just knew I really liked him. Yeah. And I think putting him right in the middle is perfect.
1: Yeah, I agree. Excellent choice. All right, so we're getting down to the...
0: I feel like I know you're one and two, but lay it on us. What do you got for number two? Uh, I feel like I know this. I know
1: you know my one.
0: <laughs> I feel like I know your number two. I could be wrong.
1: You probably do. Let's see. Um, I think I'm kind of like a book. I'm easy to read. Um, <laughs> so my number two is the, in my opinion, better counterpart to my number five. Okay. That is Bellana Torres. <laughs> she is the part human, part Klingon, former Maki comes in, but she's the chief engineer. But she has to kind of earn that, and it's not always easy, especially with the Klingon side of her. And so she's a little fiery and a little sassy, and...
0: She don't Um, take no shit.
1: She don't take no shit. Uh, She's another one like Tom where in the beginning I saw her and I thought, oh no,
0: this is not going to go well. (laughs) She's like, this is Kira and number two.
1: Yeah, and I know people love Kira. I'm not a huge fan, but um, yeah, I was afraid I was going to dislike her a lot. And she grew on me. And in fact, so much so that she made my number two spot.
0: I know. I'm curious on how that went through your mind of putting her above Neelix.
1: I know. That was tough. Uh, I think it came down to when I started thinking about her and just who she is. You know I kind of gravitate to those badass female strong lead roles. Yeah. And... I started thinking about it, and um, I'm just like, man, she's legit. (laughs) She's half
0: Klingon, of course. Yeah,
1: and it's one of those where I just thought, you know, I see a lot of myself in her, honestly. It's kind of like, it comes down to, she's very independent, wants to do her thing, and is, is going to make it happen. And she might go over a lot of bumps along the way, and... Take a long journey to get there, but she's gonna get there no matter what, and so I just really liked her character and especially the growth over the
0: entire series. So it's awesome, yeah. I was wrong,
1: really. I was wrong, you, you really? got me, really. Yeah. I got you on one. I, I,
0: uh, <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, uh. but
0: that's really cool. That's what I love about this, is we, you know, we didn't know. And well, sometimes I, I don't I, even know I what my list is going to be. So. Sure, but I've known things you've said throughout the course of the seven seasons of watching mm. it. And it's just really cool to see that's where it kind of lands yeah. for you. Because you kind of grown with the show, like with true. your list. True, that's like, so
1: true. You know? Yeah. That's neat. Mm. Cool. All right. What you got for your number two?
0: My number two? Spock may be the greatest Vulcan of all time. But I think the second greatest Vulcan is Mister Vulcan himself, Lieutenant Tuvok. Yeah. Freaking love Tim Russ. I, know I you don't do. know how that man was able to be the Vulcan that he was mm. because that all those roles that you're talking about loving of being androids, yes. holograms, yes. like those are probably the hardest roles because you're not supposed to be emotion fools, that of word, like full yeah. emotion, right? But he does it at a point that. I had to sit back and, and just, you knew I've always liked Tuvok. You didn't know how much. I did not. <laughs> and and here's the reality. Like, you knew I liked Chakotay. Yes. And I was really debating on them, between two and three, which way they, they would go. Uh-huh. And the reason that Tuvok lands higher than Chakotay is, honestly, Chakotay is a great member of that show. Mm-hmm. I did not necessarily love Chakotay episodes, like his Agreed. standalone. Yeah. But I think Tuvok's standalone episodes are yeah. fantastic fantastic idea. like when he has to mind meld with people mm-hmm. when he's struggling with Ponfar when he's yep. trying to help Kes well, just everything under the sun Vulcan related I yeah. love but with him you just see this side of it and I'm like like some of my favorite things is when Tuvok is sitting like in solitary just doing his he's, mm. he's staring at the thing right he's like right. looking at the duty sheets and rosters and whatever like yeah. he's business minded He's not being an asshole, but he's not it's here just, to make friends. Right.
1: He's here to do a job. But your
0: number three won't leave him alone. Yeah. And some of the <laughs> greatest things is the relationships between Neelix and Tuvok because he's always like Mister Vulcan, uh-huh. and that puts a smile on my face uh, yeah. because there were scenes where it humored him.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I don't yeah. know
0: whether he was supposed to show it or not, <laughs> but they had great chemistry, and so they did. my number two is and easily oh, is yeah. Lieutenant Those Tubac. were
1: some fantastic episodes. Um. And even like the one where they become Tuvix. <laughs> and,
0: like, <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you right now, Tuvix almost made my honorable mention uh, because I thought that would throw the world. I would
1: throw the world. But instead,
0: um, I just picked Q because he does throw people. Tr- <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> no, but Tuvok's a great choice. I've known you liked him, and you're right. I didn't know how much yeah. until now. Um, but he is a great actor, and you bring up a good point. Usually, whenever you think of a great actor, you think of someone who can emote
0: yes. really well. Right.
1: And in this kind of a role, you almost have to do the exact opposite. Like, you have to bring through that emotion without showing emotion. <laughs>
0: so, it's like somehow... He didn't show it, but he showed it because he was so supportive of everyone. And he was like, I know we talk about Chakotay and Janeway, but the reality was Tuvok was also her right hand man. He has been with her from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Before even being on Voyager.
1: Because he was. Starfleet and undercover in the Maquis, right. but he was her, like...
0: Yes, informer, and yes. you got to agree, Tuvok is an amazing detective. In the episodes oh, where yeah. he got to, like, figure shit out, yeah. may nobody fooled him.
1: Nope. Mm-mm. And
0: I just, again, I'll say it, like, Tim Russ is a fantastic actor, and I love Tuvok. Love. Yeah. Like, almost number one love, but we're about to yeah, get there. Which so,
1: also makes me curious. It does,
0: but, you know... <laughs> I know you're number one, but the world doesn't. That is true. I feel like you did give it away a minute ago when you said what you said, but mm, just in case, let's so go. Maybe
1: no one was listening. So. <laughs> okay.
0: I really hope they are.
1: <laughs> in fact, they already know the answer if they've been listening to your podcast. Because you so
0: revealed it in a previous episode. If you
1: don't know it, that means you haven't been listening. So,
0: <laughs> Which could be a good thing, because then you can go back. That's and
1: you're... true. You can go back. Uh, that all means right. they didn't
0: get it spoiled, see?
1: That's right. <laughs> so my number one... The fantastic Captain Catherine Janeway.
0: <laughs> had to be Janeway.
1: It had to, it be. Had to be. I mean, I, I have it. a shirt with her face on it. What can you say? And you so. just
0: said you love strong women.
1: I do. I mean, yeah. And you go don't, ahead. I don't get much do. stronger You're just, than her.
0: So. The floor is yours. Tell us about Janeway.
1: <laughs> oh, Janeway. Um, so, obviously, Kate Mulgrew is the actress who plays Janeway, and she is fantastic. And I knew her previously from Orange is the New Black completely different characters come like almost don't believe it's the same person she doesn't
0: fly a starship in that show no
1: not even close so (laughs) so, um but i liked the actress and so seeing her in this role was just eye-opening and kind of um awe-inspiring almost i mean she is fantastic and i was reading apparently someone else was cast for that role yep um did part of the pilot or started filming the pilot and then backed out yeah and then she and I'm so glad I mean I hope good things for that person but I am glad because I can't imagine Janeway being anyone else other than Kate Mulgrew so
0: it wouldn't have been this version of Janeway no
1: um but I just love her as a captain especially a female captain She's the only one... First one that, that we got, yeah. We've had that I know of. I haven't watched We've had, like, admirals but...
0: and stuff in the past, but... Yeah. We get to spend a lot of time with her.
1: Yeah, and she, again, going back to, like, just her uh, interactions with the crew and whatnot, she's, she is kind of like a mom, but she's a very fierce and, like... Uh, dominant mother figure and she don't take no shit either so um and especially when her and Bellana kind of clashed in the ooh, beginning yeah. I was like ooh <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna be a, two hands and a head." yeah <laughs> so but they worked together and worked through that uh but just seeing her and especially as a captain I feel like all the captains go through this where they wanna have a family yeah but it's hard for them to do that because of how much they have to take on as a captain. The family is kind of their crew and their ship. Right. And we have some captains with family, but even then, it's very... Are you saying
0: the ship is family?
1: Yeah. You mean the ship
0: could have been one of my characters? True.
1: True. I mean, real I mean, but... talk. Um, so, <laughs> um, but you even see her, I think she had a fiancé... Yeah. back home, uh, yeah. and then... And a dog. ...finds out she loses that fiancé, and and so, um... Oh, he
0: remarries, because right. he assumes that she's right. not Absolutely. making it It home. wasn't
1: anything negative, it right. was just one of those weird things, because of the whole so- storyline. You know,
0: real talk, she has a lot of great standalone episodes, too. She does. I wasn't too big on Leonardo da Vinci stuff, it was fine, sure. but some of that other stuff was Amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, even that Leonardo da Vinci stuff, where she's going to Italy or wherever it is, you know. Yeah. I feel like that's her kind of struggling, mm. too, with that I have to be a strong captain and to, and she never gets that downtime or that kind of. Well, Let she could have, but she
0: didn't want nothing to do with Q. <laughs> oh, he was going to no. give her a baby.
1: Oh, cute. <laughs> but I think that was her trying. To and even in the was it the it wasn't a bar what was that Scottish Oh yeah, or, I know what
0: you're talking about.
1: Um, and that storyline for a little bit, she uh, I was, was just trying it. to kind of feel human almost because most of the time she has to be so. Well,
0: right, because when you're inside a halle, what are you, a holo suite sweet, or yeah. You don't have to be the captain, and exactly. she never was, and she
1: didn't, and that was kind of her outlet, I think, sure, almost. I to, respect th- it to escape. Sometimes <laughs> to just feel not in charge of anything and just be let your guard down,
0: yeah, that's a good way to so, say it.
1: So, yeah, she's fantastic. I love Kathy,
0: <laughs> I love Kathy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which leads us to who is your number one because I have no idea.
0: Okay, so I thought really long and hard. I said it was easy, and it, it was easy once it became like, like. Uh-huh. Once I noticed how much I loved this particular character, it okay. was a no brainer. But it did take a lot of second guessing, double checking, and making sure but I was always right. Okay. And I will come out of the gate and say Janeway is not my number one. No, I know that. But she almost is because but I just said I know she's your number one I'm like 99.99% sure that she's on your list period so I'm I'm (laughs) going to gamble this but I just want to say that though Janeway is not going to be my number one here like she is amazing. Yeah. I love her. And I will back you up on everything you said and yeah. add a cherry on top. Yeah. Like, straight up. So kudos to you for <laughs> having you. a great number one. I hope you like my number one. I'm but sure I will. I feel like you already do because this character has already been brought
1: up. Really?
0: Alright. So with the original series and next generation. Uh-huh. It was pretty easy for me. Yeah. So I had to think long and hard about this. And I had to think, who did I find the most entertaining when they needed to be? Uh Uh-huh. But also someone that I felt that if they weren't in it, it wouldn't be Voyager. Like, a big something would be missing. And you could say that about a lot of characters. Sure. But two people had come to my mind Mm -hmm. when I thought about this. And since I knew wholeheartedly that Janeway was on your list, Uh it made it very easy for me to claim my favorite character from Star Trek Voyager... As the Hologram Doctor. Oh,
1: wow.
0: You know, oh. let's let's dive in, and, and I'll tell you why this is my favorite.
1: Yes, I, I'm curious.
0: I love a lot of things that you love.
1: hmm
0: uh, And for the same reasons of reasons you love Spock and Data and everything. Yeah. And that brings me to the Doctor. I already had a relationship with Richard, Richard Picardo. hmm And he flipped it on me.
1: Right. He became a likable, a very
0: likable character. Yeah. But, you know, the premise of the Doctor, it hit me in a certain way that nothing had before. And it, it really did on the episode I hate the most. Okay. Because is the only time I ever cried in a Voyager episode. Mm. Do you remember the episode I'm talking about? No. All right, as we said a million times. I when
1: say it. <laughs>
0: when he wants a family so bad he has oh. one and his Ooh. daughter dies. That ruins That
1: one is tough.
0: That is the hardest thing to watch because it's done to a point where if you're human, you're going to bawl your eyes out. Yeah, that was tough. And I remember after watching that, just he got to me. Like yeah. the story, but him. Yeah. And then everything about him getting the hollow emitter and being able mm-hmm. to be around. He, the way that he works great with every character.
1: Yes. Every character.
0: Yes. He even serves as a captain at some point yep. when needed. He's yep. fantastic. But his comedy is amazing. Yeah. I love his timing. <laughs> Earlier when you were talking about him, I mentioned his sarcasm. Is yeah. he, I'm kind of that kind of person, <laughs> so I true. really appreciate um, jokes that people don't hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but if I'm being honest, one of my favorite things has to be the romance between him and Seven and Nine. Yeah. I did not it expect it and it showed a side that I didn't know I wanted of that doctor. Yeah. And like him teaching Seven and Nine things it takes to be human. Mm. I was like, this doctor teaches her to dance and this man can sing, okay? Yes. I'm a fan of Is the Rat Pack and classic together? music. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> but, mm. oh man, his curiosity just parallels, like, Data so much, which yeah. we all love Data. Yeah, we do. And, I don't know. No. It was kind of tough between the Doctor and Tuvok. Yeah. But it really just ate at me and it's the doctor so my favorite voyager is the doctor i love the hologram the emh
1: i did not know i I didn't i knew you liked him all right but i didn't realize how much you truly liked that character
0: every episode Mm. when somebody came in and he diagnosed them i was already smiling because i knew i was gonna like the next thing he said and it was always funny yeah yeah, if the Doctor isn't in it, it's not Voyager, man.
1: Agree. Like,
0: you have to have Janeway, I'll give it to you, but you also gotta have that Doctor. Yeah. And I'll, I'll throw another example in there, and I'm not throwing shade, but I see that as similar mm-hmm. to taking Beverly Crusher out of Next Gen. What happened oh, in Season 2? yeah. It was kind of weird with Polanski. Nothing against yeah. her. But when Beverly came back, it felt it, right. It
1: felt right. It
0: feels right with the EMH. It's
1: kind of like how it feels right with Bones. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> in <Being> there. <laughs> if Bones left, it wouldn't feel right. <laughs> so
0: there you go. You know, we told the world. We revealed to each other our yeah. favorite characters of Voyager. And I think now it's time to talk about the elephant in the room and the fact that Harry Kim didn't make either one of our lists.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was kind of scared. The
0: only, he's the only main so, one, right, that didn't get brought up?
1: E- Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and nothing against him. No, no. His character didn't get a lot to do yep. necessarily.
0: He was Tom's friend. I mean, that was it.
1: Yeah, and even I think you have mentioned his standalone episodes. They're
0: they kind were, of they're weak. They are.
1: They're okay. Yeah. They're not, but. They don't really add anything to his character or to the story. And you know, that doesn't
0: at all take away from Garrett Wayne, the actor. No, absolutely
1: not. Because
0: I'm sure he did everything he was supposed to do. And he's a very likable character. And I feel like his character is needed. Uh, Yes. But his character on its own just doesn't make my favorites list. Right. But I love him with the group.
1: Yeah, know I agree. I don't so, dislike
0: him. I was just wondering if he'd be on my list or your list, and so when he didn't make mine, I was like, maybe yours. But then after we revealed our honorable mentions, I was like, I don't think he's going to be on here.
1: But no. you know what's
0: cool is he mm-hmm. might be someone's favorite character and That's true. more power to you. That's yeah. awesome.
1: And he, like,
0: I'm sure I get a lot of shit for having Q.
1: <laughs> probably, but <laughs> I okay. mean, if anyone knows you, they would expect nothing less. So <laughs> like, wait,
0: I thought he was your number one. <laughs> So, I don't know, this is uh, fun and I, and I can't wait to talk about episodes in the future yes. Or maybe even a Voyager general chat Because yeah, I know there's a lot fun. of stuff we want to talk about But we there don't want the episode so to be too terribly long yeah. But we wanted to take this opportunity At least first to tell you who our favorite characters are yeah. So maybe you guys can start thinking about What might be some of our favorite episodes Yeah So Julie, like always, thank you so much For taking the time to come on this podcast But especially to talk Star Trek
1: Oh, thank you for having me
0: top five star trek voyager characters what'd you guys think hopefully you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it because again uh, it wasn't until today that julie and i talked about our favorite characters and revealed our lists and found out who we liked and didn't like and i know it was kind of like oh harry kim didn't make the list and yeah we're, we're not throwing shade on harry kim you gotta have harry kim he's a cool character best friends with tom uh, awkward love interest of seven and nine, and that's another thing. We seven and nine didn't make either list, too, and we both really like seven and nine. But you guys know how this goes you think of 15 characters you like, you gotta narrow it down to five with an honorable mention. And sometimes your favorite characters, I mean, you just have too many favorites, not everybody makes the cut. But I'm the kind of guy that has Reg on his list and not Harry Kim or seven and nine, and that's okay, that's what makes the world go around. But I'll tell you this much, even though Star Trek. Original series is my favorite, and I really love Deep Space Nine. That's my second favorite. I would say Next Generation would be my third favorite. I do love Next Gen. Voyager is still a really good show. I know people that it's their favorite, and more power to you. That's freaking awesome. There are some episodes that are fantastic, and with that being said, there's going to be a future episode where we will bring Randy on here and we'll cover Star Trek uh, Voyager favorite episodes. I mean, got to have something like that. And I like I said before, I'd really like to bring Julie back and do just a general chat that we can get a lot more spoiler-ish and let the conversation kind of go crazy. But yeah, that's it. This is just something we wanted to do. It's been on the radar for a while, and we had to push it back a lot, and just, you know, this was the perfect day to do it. So like I said before, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. You have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening to the All Things Dave podcast. <music>